Hello friends, Allison here with Coffee Chats with Inspiring Women. I wanted to jump on today for just a quick processing moment as I felt like this could be a potential good episode for others as we are in a pretty transitional season as a world um, and, and all the things that are going on right now. So I actually attended a workshop last night at Selective with Jolene and she had Jenna Little with her as well. And this was a combination of two incredible women in the Raleigh community that provided a space, a two-hour session. We were able to process the pandemic, the last year, what's happened, and then how we're going to move forward. And so it was an incredible and an amazing and honestly just magical experience with women that I had never met before and we bonded within those two hours. So I wanted to just hop on here and share a little bit about what I learned. And my hope is that you can take away a little piece of this information into how you're working through or potentially not working through or thinking about the effects of this last year. So I'll start with specifically one um, area that they really focused on in this workshop was naming our emotions, naming how we feel when we're able to name and put words to how we're feeling. It can really empower us to be able to process and then also move through that emotion. And so I wanted to share with you guys, it's actually an article that I'd read uh, about a month or two ago by Adam Grant. He is phenomenal, by the way, if you do not follow him. Instagram account, great articles that he posts. And this was actually in the New York Times where he was trying to articulate and describe the feeling of the world uh, with the pandemic. And in mental health, there is a, a spectrum of how we think about, about these feelings. And it can range from depression all the way through flourishing. Um, and it, it's saying we don't really have names for what's in the middle of that. And so he, he goes on to explain this word and he titles it languishing, which really resonated with me. And, and the definition that he uses is the absence of well-being. And he also talks about it from failing to make progress. And so with that, it's not that we're necessarily depressed and it's not necessarily that we're feeling this joyful experience, but it's that we're somewhere in the middle and that can create a space of emptiness. And that really resonated with me and helped me be able to use that word and name it and sit with it and learn more about it and then put some of my experiences into that feeling. And so I just wanted to name that for all, all of you that are listening. And again, I'll, I'll link the article because I think it's incredible and could provide just some insight for you. So we spent some time talking about that and we all re- went around and, and shared just what this pandemic has been for us individually. And I, I think the cool part about doing community work, and if you have not done community work or processing work like this, It is life-changing. I'm here to tell you that this work is changing my life. I'm watching it change my friends' lives. And if you're not in a community that provides this type of support, I am happy to share my resources with you. Um, Because again, I've really been able to see how important it is for community and for processing what's happened in the last year. And Jolene and Jenna brought that to all of us. And it was just an incredible way to... Uh, get together and to share our experiences. And the cool part was, is I could take a piece of probably everyone's story 
and it was relatable to something I had felt or I could be able to understand or have empathy for what they were experiencing as well. And it just creates connection. And over the last year, we have not had connection in this way. And for me personally, you know, isolation was really hard. And currently where I'm at is I've, I'm now a hundred percent kind of back into my day to day and I'm feeling overwhelmed, honestly. Um, I'm feeling a lot of anxiety. And so this, this workshop was a super healing and sacred space for me. So some of the things that kind of helped me to move through some of the emotions I was feeling, and I want to share some of that with you and think about this and again, name it for yourself. But one thing that um, Jenna really spoke so beautifully about undercurrent, right? So in life, I I look at it for myself individually as like my unconsciousness, right? Like what am I not, what is going on in my unconsciousness that I'm not really dealing with? And what she articulated is in moments of trauma, when you're experiencing trauma, a lot of times as you're going through the healing process of that or going through the trauma itself, things can go from one to a 10, right? So things that that were not, that were in this kind of undercurrent for us are now highlighted to the extreme and it forces us to make decisions. You know, the, the gifts that have come out of the pandemic, because I know there's been a lot of hurt and anxiety and harmful things and grief and all sorts of things that have come out of the pandemic. But some of the gifts are, you know, we were faced with some difficult and hard decisions. But what resonated with me through that is it set me free, right? Like some things that were the truth or authentically what I needed for myself, I was able to figure that out and make the decisions. And, you know, I think if we look at the statistics, once the pandemic, you know, once we look back at this last year, you know, divorce rates, all the things are going to be, I'm sure, extremely high because it's a pretty clear thing. We're either getting along or we're not. And so what are we going to do? We have to make this decision because we don't have choices during the pandemic. We were stuck under the same roof for a year. And so I think it forced some uncomfortable conversation. I think it forced some hard decisions. Um, But I look at those as gifts, right? Because it's, it's getting us on that path of alignment. It's making us face some hard shit, right? It's making us look at our stuff and say, is this the life that I want? Is this what I signed up for? And so just, again, wanted to share a little bit of the the goodness that has been from the pandemic. Uh, a couple things that were highlighted that really helped me, if you're a journaler, if you enjoy journaling and processing, in this moment of transition, I feel like there's you know a bunch of different ways that all of us could go about that. And I know for me personally, I'm normally an autopilot. That's my normal go-to is I'm on autopilot. I want to get things done. I want to succeed. I want to push forward. What's next? Where am I going? What are my travel plans? What am I doing next year? I mean, it's just always looking forward, right? But that doesn't create that integration that we need. It's not putting the present into place. It's not looking at my past. It's not creating integration so that I can again be fully aligned. I think the biggest thing out of that is I would just ask and recommend for you to just sit and ask yourself, what do I need in this moment? How am I feeling in this moment? How am I showing up in the world? What do I need? Again, like what, giving yourself permission to do what? What are you giving yourself permission to do that you need? 
and just sitting with that. Because I think as we start getting back into normalcy, quote unquote normalcy, I don't think we'll ever be fully normal, but getting back out there, going back and seeing each other socially, going back to work, potentially have time to process what is going on within your body, what's going on within your mind and spend time in that space. Because if not, I have experienced myself as someone who has started going back in from zero to a hundred. I'm feeling overwhelmed. Seeing from what folks shared yesterday, you know, a lot of us thought that the reopening and, and how things have been was going to be in the fall. And so we're feeling a little bit anxious just in this, the timing of all of this. And so I think finding community, finding a place where someone else can hold your stories, your processing and show up for you and just listen to yourself and trust yourself, trust your intuition. The last thing I'll leave you with is I felt this in my personal and professional life as I think most of you probably know, I do head up um, human resources department at a small tech company here in Raleigh. We're seeing this at our office. I'm having conversations with employees where, you know, they have 15 questions about how they should re-enter into the workplace. And my, I have a very guided principle in this is that these are individual decisions. So I am, I am not here to tell you what you feel comfortable with, what's going to make you comfortable. That is your decision. And I'm fortunate enough that I work with a company that respects people's boundaries and their individual needs based on what's going on in their life. And so I would just encourage all of us in society, respect and empathy in these times where what I believe may not be what someone else believes. And you know what? That's okay. I don't think I'm here to judge them on how they're making their decisions to re-enter into the space. And so what I can work on and how I can show up is like, what does that mean for me? And how is Allison going to decide and feel about her situation? And that can be really hard. So I'm not saying that that's easy, but the respect and empathy are two areas specifically for the pandemic that I feel like we need to have those boundaries and understanding of other other people's decisions and, and reasons. Because, you know, at the end of the day, I have no idea what Joe Smith has gone through or Jane Smith or whoever the person is um, to make the decisions that they make for themselves. Yeah, I, I appreciate you guys listening. Um, I'm going to post things about Jolene and Selective as well as Jenna Little. Uh, so you guys can find them, um, again, incredible women in our community that are providing spaces for us to show up and share our stories and feel supported. So if you are looking for that in your life, um, please reach out to me directly. I'm happy to share. And even if you're not in Raleigh, I know specifically Jenna um, provides different resources or counseling opportunities, even if you're not local. Um, in some capacity, whether that's through yoga or, you know, coming into town for some event that she may have. So um, I don't want to limit anyone who is seeking community. So um, thanks for listening. And as always, I appreciate your support. Um, If you learned anything from this, please share it with friends, as I think we're better as a collective and as if we're healthy and all seeking clarity and hope and all the things, I think that we're better together. So Thank you all.